Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome one, welcome all. It is Monday, Football Monday here on the SB Nation NFL Show. The best show that the SB Nation NFL Show has to offer. He is Pete Tweedy. I am Marjo Ochoa. We are live in living color as Monday, Football Monday is. They only put one of these bad boys up live, and it's so that everybody can see the beautiful face of Pete Tweedy. A reminder to subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show. Leave a rating, write a review. Pedro, happy Monday to you, sir. Yeah, it's a great Monday, and we've finally got to the point of Monday Football Monday. Maybe you guys did this last week, and I wasn't a part of it, but we finally got to the point where we have actual football games. Not to say the preseason is necessarily actual football games, but you know what I mean. There's football on television. You're starting to get to the point where you can taste the regular season. I think that's a great time of year. So I know you were late to the show last week, but you say you don't know if we did this last week. There were no games to talk about last week. So, like, are you unaware of the way the calendar works? Or were there weren't there a couple <laughs> college games? What about the fantasy fan controlled league? Is that not going on anymore? The it's XFL? Not. Okay. No. Uh, what about the, the Rocks XFL? Is that the, the line? The Alliance League? Uh, maybe you're thinking of Rocket League. That is a, a thing. Uh, it's a video is that game. The, is that the car soccer thing? Yeah, it is. Uh, Pete Sweeney, super hip, super cool. Um, he's all over TikTok. You, you know, know what? Sure yeah. It's never too early to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs on this program. Oh. And Trey Smith, as he was falling in the draft to the sixth round, uh, en route to becoming the pick of the draft, as you'll see when he starts at right guard week one, he was playing Rocket League to get his mind off. It was not even watching the draft. And me, I'm old. I had to look up what is Rocket League. And I now know, RJ, that it's the car soccer video game you flip the cars you try to score this big soccer ball it actually is fun i've downloaded it before for those of you new around these parts pete sweeney does cover the kansas city chiefs the two-time reigning afc champions not two-time reigning super bowl champions of course uh for arrowhead pride here at sb nation i'm arjo choa i cover the dallas cowboys soon to be super bowl champions over at blogging the boys it's been a big monday for trey smith got a lot of love in peter king's football morning in america never have i ever not the drinking game seen a sixth round pick that is slated to start at guard in the nfl get so much hubbub but I guess that's what happens when you play for the Chiefs. Everybody wants to sing your praises. Pete, though, uh, we have two particular praises to sing today, and they both ha- uh, happen to come within the AFC, which I know is painful for you. Uh, we have two new contracts to get to, and then the fact that uh, while the most important team did play in the preseason last week, Pete, as mentioned, America's team, uh, this is the first official week for the preseason for the rest of the NFL. We'll get to everything that we can come to expect, really things that we are hoping to see. But first, Pete, uh, a quarterback who people believe has a stronger arm than Patrick Mahomes isn't going anywhere. Josh Allen has a Mm. new deal with the Buffalo Bills. It is a six-year deal worth $258 million, including $150 million guaranteed. That's $43 million per year the first of the 2018 draft class quarterbacks to sign an extension with their team pete your thoughts on buffalo locking down their top signal caller had to do it they were backed into a corner here you got to get it done as soon as you possibly can this idea that maybe they were going to wait a year uh, was asinine to say the least they had to had to get it done and it's look when you finally are able to lock up a franchise quarterback it's going to be expensive so i saw some people that were maybe taking a little bit of issue with the $43 million per year. You have to do it. I mean, Josh Allen is at the very least a top 10 talent with a top five ceiling. I happen to think that he is the Peyton Manning to the Tom Brady that is Patrick Mahomes. He might squeak one or two Super Bowls at some point, but that'll be about it because he's unfortunately playing with uh, the Michael Jordan of the NFL against him. Um, but no, I think Buffalo needed to do it. And and Allen uh, is the best quarterback they've had in a really long time. And congratulations to him 
Uh, seems like a, a no-brainer despite the massive amount of money that they're going to be dishing out to him. Yeah, you mentioned how it is a no-brainer. This is a concept that people still have yet to understand, Pete, and I can tell you from personal experience with Dallas Cowboys fans and Dak Prescott. And the reason is because, to look at Dak as an example, his deal already looks like a bargain, right? Like the moment you sign, the, the moment that happens, the moment all of that happens, uh, everybody wants to talk about how expensive it is, how he's the highest earner. I mean, again, not necessarily the case with Patrick Mahomes' deal out floating in the, the universe here, but everybody wants to freak out about that. But then the next guy signs, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, we have our guy on the books, and it looks like cheap, right? Like it's like driving a new car off the lot. It depreciates in value. The contract does, at least, not the quarterback. And so you have to grin it and bear it at one point or another if you are fortunate enough to land a franchise quarterback. The sooner the better, especially if you believe in yourself. Because if you don't do it, you're actually, and this is what the Dallas Cowboys did, you're betting against yourself, right? Because, like, the price only goes down for the Bills here if Josh Allen sucks. And if Josh Allen sucks, then the Bills suck. You know what I mean? So, like, I've never understood the concept of waiting because if, if things go the way you want them to, it's only going to get more expensive, which is what happened to the Cowboys, at least. Yeah, and I, I think, and, and sorry, RJ, I think the entire NFL in a way learned from that cowboy situation where good i'm glad they did it was really stupid they should be embarrassed by it yeah you don't want to necessarily tempt fate especially at that position it's just it's the number one position in all sports for a reason i'll often say that it's 50 percent of why your team is going to win or lose like that's why you look at a team like the cleveland browns or even the denver broncos where they have these great football teams but the quarterback is the question. So it doesn't matter. Like you could have the best team uh, up and down, right? Two to 53. If your quarterback is not good enough, you may as well not have that type of team. The Bills happen to have a really, really sharp talent there in, in Josh Allen. And they were finally able to get it done. We had heard those rumblings. Like, are we going to be able to finish this? And they had been floating out. I thought it was a little bit of a trial balloon, but they had been floating out the idea of, Okay, you know, this might take time. We might be delaying it to next year. Uh, Then finally, they came to an agreement and everybody wins. Everybody wins here. You don't have to worry about it now. What for six years? So I think uh, congratulations to Buffalo. They finally got their guy. And I'm eager to watch uh, Mahomes and Allen battle it out now for the foreseeable future. Like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, also kind of a dream player for Bills fans, really embraces the culture, embraces the team, the history associated with it. It's awesome to see how cool and tight he is with Jim Kelly as an example. That stuff's always great. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt here, Pete, the biggest losers from this situation, the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. While I don't think either of us disagree that Josh Allen is the superior of those three quarterbacks, the reality is that, you know, Lamar Jackson has an MVP on his mantle. Baker Mayfield was the number one overall pick in that class. And so if you're representing either Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson, you have that to kind of hold over in in terms of the team you're negotiating with. Um, And I feel like they are going to really ultimately have to pay a lot more here. And I realize what BLG has said on our live stream uh, is, are they still doing the oddcast? Does that still happen on Tuesdays? I really don't know. Uh, No no telling. Uh, Mm. They could be. they, They might not be. Um, if if the oddcast is a thing again a tbd sort of situation you might be able to hear blg and uh stats on tuesdays here on the espionation nfl show so that's i'll say this that that, that's below my pay grade actually Mm, that's true yeah um Definitely not in the Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes territory of Espionation right. NFL shows, which Monday sure. Football Monday certainly is. Cool. Uh, but I get it. You know, BLG noted, what, what about Josh Allen's inevitable accuracy regression? That's going to happen. But still, the reality is that Josh Allen got paid. And, is Deshaun Watson an eagle yet? Uh, that's my question back uh, to, to BLG. We could check bleedinggreennation.com for that news oh. and that information. But yeah. uh, the Baltimore Ravens and Cleveland Browns have to be pissed that that this is not done because they're going to have to pay more. The bar has been set, especially, you know, speaking of the Eagles, when you're talking about quarterbacks that are from the same draft class, everything with Dak Prescott was comparing it to Jared Goff and to Carson Wentz. Shout out to both of those teams. Those situations definitely worked out uh, with Los Angeles and Philadelphia. But uh, Baltimore and Cleveland have to be a little bit miffed. And the other thing here is like Dallas and Philly. Now Baltimore and Cleveland are in a race with one another. And, and their division right. rivals. So whoever gets it done first is really at an advantage over the other team. Yeah. Sorry to, of course, Baltimore. Right. But not sorry to Miss Jackson, because 
Uh, Miss Jackson, the agent, the mother of Lamar Jackson, is now making some more money off this thing because now you are the next quarterback in line. And so I agree with you. I think these two teams are now in a race. I have less questions about Lamar Jackson based upon my looks than I do Baker Mayfield. I would feel a little bit more comfortable doing a deal like uh, Josh Allen got in, in Baltimore. It's a little bit dicier for me in Cleveland, and I, I hate to say that to Cleveland fans. I just, I, I just wish personally I was a little bit more sure uh, about Baker Mayfield. But you're right. The whoever gets it done sooner is going to save a little bit of cash. That's just the way it works. And the last thing on the quarterback front here, it never stops because if you're Baltimore or you're Cleveland and you push this to the offseason, you know who's eligible after the 2021 season for a big-time contract extension. That's 2019 number one overall draft yeah. pick Kyler Murray. A lot of people certainly expect big things from Arizona this year. J.J. Un- Watt among them. Quick point here. Unbelievable that the same person to figure this thing, the, the whole thing out, is also trying to put himself in plexiglass for the year. Kirk Cousins really... <laughs> Really, really really smart. Played the quarterback market perfectly. Shrewder (laughs) than anyone we have ever seen before, except the backup extraordinaire Chase Daniel. Shout out to Chase Daniel, who's now in uh, San Diego. But uh, Uh, Los Angeles, San Diego is in L.A., San Diego, whatever, (laughs) whatever team it is. Shout out to Kirk Cousins, who, again, shrewd back in the day. Now he's Mr. Plexiglass. So he's come a long way from from that great decision. Uh, But, yeah, I. He changed the game. I, I think he made quarterbacks realize the power they have. And, and by extension, I think that's like part of the reason why Tom Brady was like, maybe I couldn't go elsewhere. That's part of the reason Aaron Rodgers is like, yeah, you know what? I'm not coming to any camps. I'm going to golf. I'm going to smile and do Jeopardy, whatever. And guess what? Green Bay eventually had to bend a little bit, right? I know he's going to play this year, but now he has control and stuff like that. So the quarterbacks have the power. Use the power, right? Come on. Um, I disagree that Aaron Rodgers obtained any power from the Packers. He, you know, they. Well, got, I mean, you're Team Mark Murphy, and so we know that. I, we, <laughs> I'm a man of the people. I happen to be Team Rodgers, and and that's the way it goes. All right. So, uh, last contract to get to that happened over the weekend. I know Xavier Howard returned to the Dolphins. That wasn't a, a new deal. Um, there, that was kind of an Aaron Rodgers situation ish. Darius Leonard, one of the best defensive players in the entire NFL, certainly in the AFC, Pete, has a new deal with his team. It is a five year deal worth ninety nine and a quarter million dollars couldn't throw in that extra you know three quarters of a mil to make it an even 100 million dollars he is now the highest paid inside linebacker in the league the 2018 defensive rookie of the year gets 20 million dollars over the first three years of the deal with 52 and a half million dollars guaranteed i put it to you he is the what best defensive player in the afc I would say top 10, right? Um, I'm not going to dude. Duh. I'm talking like he's top three. Like no, you know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put a, I'm not going to put a number here, but what I will say is good on the Colts for getting this done because let's look at the, the depth chart here at quarterback Eason Hunley Ellinger. They're going to have to hold opposing teams to zero points and <laughs> without Leonard, they would not be able to do that. And so they got this thing done. You would put him as a top three defensive player in the AFC. So just kind of rolling through, Joey Bosa is probably the top defensive player. Miles and Miles Garrett. I mean, like that might be like a tie for one. Mm-hmm. After that, I think the conversation starts. I mean, who who else is up there? I mean, I'm looking at AFC teams right now. I mean, you can certainly Xavier Howard, right? If you want to, you know, Xavier have that Howard. conversation. Xavier Howard is is incredible to watch. Like, there's a reason that Miami was willing to restructure that thing. TJ Watt is another one. A TJ, okay, so maybe fourth. You're right. TJ Watt. Tyron Matthew. I've, I've blocked out TJ Watt out of my... Tyron Matthew? Know, no not, for Tyron Matthew? Not in this conversation. Chris I Jones? Mean, Tyron's top 10. Chris Jones is top 10. You don't like to give... You don't like to give the Chiefs any kind of love. Like, it... I mean, it's it's gotten gross. I mean, do you like the... You like the Chiefs the, worse the, than the Giants at this point? Like, what, rest, what, what's going on here? The rest of the SB Nation NFL show have to, like, hate all over the Chiefs just to balance out the force because you come yeah. in here with your Chiefs propaganda. If you're okay. even... If you're watching the SB Nation NFL show, Monday Football Monday, on our Facebook page or on Twitter... It's just the, honesty. The, our color theme is even the Chiefs color. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's all over the place. We've got to do something. The Chiefs just, don't have a black uniform. Let's just say that. 
Miles I'm sure, Garrett. I'm sure that they will in the future. I'm but sure Patrick Mahomes has designed himself. I top 10, and he's probably around five, six, or seven, which is top 10. Like, you, Why did you come back on me and say, no, not top 10? Top, I, when I hear top 10, like top 10 is a nice way of saying he's number 10, and I want to include him in the top 10. Like Generally speaking, that's he's a top 10 quarterback. It's like he's number 10 in my eyes. That's what people mean when they say top 10. Joey Bosa is a force. You also have... I said Joey Bosa. Look, he's in the top 10. Whatever. Okay, well, the Colts finally got a bit of good news. Uh, they do seem like a team that is going to have to be like your 06 Bears, your 15 Broncos, that is just an amazing defense that overcomes terrible quarterback play. And that includes if Carson Wentz does come back healthy. I mean, he's going to at some point, but if he comes back and is good, which is also another question. Yeah, I I just I don't know about this year for the Colts. Like, that, that's my thing. I... I He's got a, you know, this five to 12 week thing. It It's just such a gap. And when sh- once you get to past five games, it seems like the winning this year is not going to be manageable. So what is it going to like? When is he going to be back? That's why I, I've been joking about this five to 12 cable guy type of timetable. Mm, the only seems, person to make that joke, right? That seems ridiculous. Thank you. I, I, <laughs> I was the first one to come up with it. And then millions of others just come up with the it. week. It did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, the, but the, what, what's weird about it is, like I said, the five week point is the magic number because you can manage about five weeks, maybe with a backup quarterback. Maybe you go like two and three. Let's say if you're trying to be optimistic, right? When you get to six and seven, I know you have these 17 games, um, but like Carson Wentz wasn't going to win a- every game anyway. And so I what I, I don't want you hate to go into an NFL season and tell a franchise like, hey, this is going to be a throwaway year. Uh, and you really feel like that in, in Houston for sure. And I really think Indianapolis now and I wish them the best with with these quarterbacks. But uh, happy again to get this deal done. But to me, 2021 seems dicey for Indy. See, I don't know if I view it as a throwaway year as much as um, you ever like you ever. And this happens. Pete Pete works around the clock. I don't know when Pete makes time for his social life, for watching television shows. Somehow, some way, Pete finds time to hit the gym because let's be honest, he's a handsome man. But um, you ever like Pete, you're, you're working through and you're like, OK, as soon as I finish this, I'm going to get dinner. Right. I, I'm going to do that, right. whatever. And then that that point never comes. You know what I mean? Then you're just kind of screwed, right? Like all of a sudden it's 8 30, 9 o'clock at night. You're like, I didn't eat. I'm hungry. What do I do? And so you just like either put together some crap that's in your house or you right. go get something that's not good for you. McDonald's. That's right. That's what this season feels to me like for the Colts. Like they're getting way past the 11th hour. And it's like, well, we have to play a season. Let's just do it, although it's not going to be fun. You know, like that's different to me than a throwaway. I, I think you got to go to that high school and just talk Philip Rivers back for one more dance. Uh, like to me, if you don't want to throw this year away, that's what it's going to be. Now, what is interesting about this is indie fans have already gone through a throwaway year and they ended up with Andrew Luck because of it. So you never know if luck is going to strike twice. But right oh. now they need they need some type of quarterback help. And look, I, I love Chris Ballard again. Kansas City roots uh, with him. Great guy mm-hmm. here. Anybody who's been part of the Chiefs is the best at everything. I think ever. I think he's going to find a solution here that isn't on the roster. Now, who is that going to be? Uh, remains to be seen. Um, well, um, congratulations, to Darius Leonard. Um, congratulations to the Indianapolis Colts. I'm not bitter that he's the best linebacker from 2018. The Cowboys spent a first round pick on Leighton Vanderish. That's those are my feelings on the matter. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The preseason's here. The preseason has arrived for the happy rest of the NFL. To you, by the way. Yeah, happy preseason, and, and, and may preseason be with you as well. Thank um, you. <laughs> the, the response we're looking for is, and also with you, and also yeah. with you. Really thrilled uh, for my personal slate of get covering games. The NFL gave Kansas City a, a Friday, a Saturday, and a Friday. Just nothing I'd rather be doing 
than taking in a preseason game. So thank you to the league and Raj. Um, really, really appreciate that. Um, my first question to you, Pete, is you mentioned it Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We have all 16 games over the course of the weekend. Two on Thursday, the Washington football team, as Pete loves, uh, at Ooh. the New England Patriots, as well as the I don't know if there's a name for, and I, maybe I should know this um, as somebody who pays attention to the Eagles. Sure. Uh, I don't know if there's a name for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Philadelphia Eagles preseason matchup. Like, is there like a, like the Pennsylvania? Yeah, it's called, like the, yeah, it's, no, it's the Battle of Pennsylvania. Uh, the, the for ying, sure. The Yingling Bowl. The Pa Bowl, PA. You know what I mean? Like, PA stand up. The Liberty uh, Bowl. I don't think you can call it the Liberty Bowl because that's Come like on. a Philadelphia thing, you Come know? On. Yeah, uh, maybe it's like the the like the winner gets a Hershey's kiss because Hershey is in Pennsylvania as well. Maybe the they cheese, get Christian Pulisic. The cheesesteak dance. Mm. I'm thinking more Philly than Pittsburgh, huh? Yeah, you are. Um, but see, like the Philly cheesesteaks get a lot of love. But like, what about Primanis? You know what I mean? Like they do some great sandwiches in, in the burn. You know what I'm talking about? The Yinzoff. Ooh, now you went full Pittsburgh, but that sounds way cooler to me than anything because else. Because I'm trying to be judi- judicial here, judicial mm. or judicious. I mean, uh, one of one of the two. Mm, one of the two. Uh, so we have two preseason games on Thursday. On Friday, we have three: Titans at Falcons, Buffalo Bills at the Detroit Lions. That Calvin Johnson refuses to acknowledge in any capacity. Uh, and finally, the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys at the Arizona Cardinals. For that's another night. team, by the way, with the throwaway year. Unfortunately, I want to say. Detroit. Oh, that's an actual throwaway year for sure. Saturday will be hot and heavy. My first question for you, Pete, is Thursday is also Major League Baseball's Field of Dreams game between the Chicago White Sox and the New York Yankees. Will that game have higher ratings than one of both or neither of the two Thursday preseason games? Again, Washington and New England, Pittsburgh at Philly. Baseball has blown it. I, <laughs> I, they should never have hired Rob Manfred. I know this is Monday football Monday and not Monday baseball Monday, but my God, could anyone mess up baseball more than Rob Manfred has my, has managed to? Yes. Both of these games are going to beat whatever you just mentioned, whatever baseball game you just mentioned. Uh, football's King in uh, America at, at this point. And I mean, you're talking about the premier team. We, I know you mentioned uh, Pittsburgh and, and Philly um, Patriots are also playing that night, but the premier team of the national football league, the WFT, there's no team and franchise right now. That says come up more than WFT with the culture changes and the uniform change and, and getting on the right path. And now they got Fitzmagic, who I hope gets more than one series because I love watching Ryan Fitzmagic throw the ball. This guy does not care uh, if they're open or not. It's that thing's getting launched. Uh, and so I'm excited about that. And uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm going to be tuned in. There's no part of me. There's not one second of me that is going to be watching baseball on thursday night give me, <laughs> give me the preseason games i might even put in a draft kings to make it a little bit more fun rj why oh not? why not like it let's get let's get the thumbs warmed up let's get a little bit you can use your index saucy. finger if you're doing your ipad you know what let's i'm saying like, it doesn't have to I, don't be even, I don't use an ipad old old traditional guy iphone <laughs> only uh, let's get a little saucy let's get a little action on this i don't care i'll do some deep research into the wft to find out who's behind okay. antonio gibson the fourth or sixth string or whatever it's going to be playing in the fourth quarter. Let's do this. Okay. Well, so you're obviously pumped. So of these teams on Thursday night, Washington, New England, Pittsburgh, Philly, which one are you most pumped to see? It's the first preseason game for every team here, except for Pittsburgh. Uh, they played last Thursday, obviously. So they're playing back uh, on back-to-back Thursdays. We'll see if James Washington first, plays. There was yeah, the, the, the rumbling. Week, the first week is tough because you don't get a ton of the starters. And and that I mean, so then who do you want to see? Like, ma- name a guy. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, Najee, like, Najee Harris, certainly. I'm mm. going to name one. Um, I do want to see Mac Jones. Uh, I think we will see Mac Jones for sure. What is the deal with Miles Sanders as as a as an avid side fantasy football player? Is is Miles Sanders okay? I mean, we don't even know if, if he's all right. I'm, I'm eager to see if he drops the football. Jalen Hurts. Um, let's see if 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 how he looks. Uh, I mentioned if it's magic. Antonio Gibson, I mean, you got a lot of good young runners uh, that are that are going to be playing on Thursday night. So I am anxious to see. I was mentioning this, and then you you just you know you hit a Pete moment. Um, James Washington, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Ooh. from Oklahoma State. He's buddies with Mason Rudolph. Old news. And uh, well, he said last week that he wanted to be traded because he didn't like how he was being played in the preseason. It's like, dude, it's been one game. So I'm They're interested to see Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson. Just. 
they might what they might as well do. Honestly, you talk about these two teams that are playing on, on four Thursday teams. Night. It's four teams that are playing. Please whatever the two games. What you might want to do is if you're the New England Patriots and you're the Steelers here. Why don't we do an old positional swap Swaparuski? We know that Nikhil Harry is not happy in New England. Why don't you just trade these two players? Ooh. Um, who was the the Chiefs wide receiver that they traded to the 49ers when they did that? Who was it? Who am I thinking of? Um man, it's gonna kill me now. Um, I'll figure that out. But that's not a bad idea. Just get it, get each guy in a, a new place, happy environment. Yeah. Because both are unhappy, right? And like both really, uh, I'm looking it up now, right? Was it John Baldwin or AJ Jenkins? Here, it was that. It was that swap. That's what it was. Oh, right. Uh, right. Yeah, exactly. Good call. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, um, that okay. that could be what you're so, talking about. Here. Back to back to. We're getting off track. We're getting. We're all over the place here. I mean, look, it, it is the preseason for us too, right? Come on. Anyway, no, we we've, we've, we haven't gone anywhere. We were we were working all offseason. What do you mean it's preseason for you, us too? You 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 send James Washington disgruntled. Um and and let me ask you this because you are a uniform connoisseur. Mm. Would you rather sport the black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, or the classic New England jersey? I'd also rather live in Pittsburgh than in Boston. Nikhil um, Harry actually in the black and yellow in my mind. Makes me like think, okay, maybe like Mike Tomlin could could get to this, could get through to this guy. And for some reason in my mind, Nikhil Harry is making plays in the black and yellow. Mm-hmm. And as I think about it, now to try to picture James Washington in the Patriots uniform, you know that Bill Belichick and uh and sneaky Josh would come up for something uh for James Washington, where all of a sudden he'd be an upside six hundred yard type of play. Let's make this deal happen. Why is um, it still not done yet? On the subject of wide receivers. No Devontae Smith, obviously, this weekend. Still a little bit nicked up. That's okay. But Jalen Rager kind of sucks, uh, at least in the mind of every Philadelphia Eagles fan. And so that's also what I'm interested to watch. You know what I mean? Like, I, I guess this – so Thursday night, we have Washington, New England, Pittsburgh, Philly. Which of these teams is the best in your mind? Hmm. Or, or rather, I'll rephrase it. Which of these teams goes the furthest this season? Hmm. You know, you're that's a really powerful. Mm, you're good. At yeah, that. Um, you could you could you could see the wheels turning. This is what I would do because it's so early and I don't know. You don't know anything about these teams until we, we, we start. Answer the question. Let me let me say something first for a second. <laughs> you think, you know, like you we study this stuff. We read about it all day long. Then you get to the regular season and nothing is how you thought it was going to be. Okay. So this. So what I'm going to do, you don't know anything. So tell us what you like. So it's random, right? So with it, knowing that this is a completely random league and we don't know what we're talking about anyway, right? Give me Bill Belichick, right? I've seen it too many times before of these 14. Like I, I tend to like Pittsburgh a little bit more roster wise, but Bill Belichick went bananas in the off season with all of these acquisitions and whatnot and rebuilding the offense and the defense, the defense stuck. And that team stunk last year. And they were still managed to, to get to seven and nine. So let's inject a healthy Cam Newton, we think, or maybe Mac Jones takes the reins. And and I'm not going to bet against Bill Belichick getting farther than three other teams. Come on, Bill Belichick. Um, you mean farther back than three other teams, two of which were in the NFC East at that right. or are in the NFC East. You, um, and you can't, you can't pick an NFC East team in this, right. in this conversation, right? Uh, well, I agree. I agree because the Eagles are terrible and Washington are a bunch of frauds. I mean, a lot of people believe in the Washington football team this year. I don't understand why, but you know, it is what it is. I will go Pittsburgh, even though I don't believe in them. I just think everybody else is worse. That's a big mistake. Uh, mm. Why don't we do this? Uh, let's write it down. Uh, first burrito of the year: Patriots versus versus Pittsburgh. Uh, Chipotle gift card. Whoever goes further. Ooh, I like this. Um, first okay. wager of the year. Okay, so Pete and a I burrito. are gonna have. Okay, this was not on our rundown. Um, so we have a brand new, I don't know if it's a segment or just a running gag. It's not a gag, it's a real thing. Uh, but a running tally. Anytime Pete and I believe in something, we get each other and we put a, a Chipotle burrito on right. the line. I like yeah. this. 
I like your, what's your meat of choice? Oh, I go chicken. Yeah, I'm going to Chipotle. I want the Chipotle chicken. You know what I mean? Now, what I will say. Yeah, thank you any, for asking. No, it's carnitas. Uh, and continue. Go ahead. But for any Chipotle employees listening, don't shout when people order a double. I really hate that. I don't want to feel self-conscious. You know what I mean? I don't want to be standing there in line and you're like, double. And everybody knows that I'm in a hungry mood. You know what I mean? You do start checking out that person's waistline. It is a little judgmental. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And then and then they're watching me like as I'm pie, like, I want both sauces. You know you what I mean? Put, like, I don't, I don't need all those wonders. You're going to put cheese in that fatty? Yeah, like, really? Are you going to do that as well? Okay. So, uh, Pete and I, uh, Chipotle burrito on the line. Uh, who finishes better? So, we'll we'll end up going, Pete, uh, for the purposes of this discussion with final standings, which factor in all tiebreakers. So, I have the Steelers against the Patriots. Is that right? It's just who goes further, right? Who makes it to which weekend? Well, but what I'm saying is, like, if they both miss the playoffs, then we're going off the, like, overall yeah. standings. That's what I'm saying. So Yeah, record. Um, yeah. Okay. Who has the worst draft pick? All right, cool. Um, then let's get to Friday's action. We have three games to discuss. The Tennessee Titans with Julio Jones visiting the Atlanta Falcons. My, oh, my. The emotions. Is he even going to be available? Isn't he hurt right now? Well, no. I mean, but, I mean, it's the principle, right? Like, because then yeah. it's the, like, you know, is he going to be there? Is he going to be wearing? Is he number two now? He is number two. That's correct. It's gross. I don't like it. Mm-mm. Mm. Mm-mm. I got, I have no real commentary on it. I just think it's going to look weird. I agree because they have that weird, like, kind of gothic-looking font. You know what I mean? Like the two. Not a weird. huge fan of the Titans font. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't like their font either. Um, so Titans at Falcons, Bills at Lions, and then the Nightcap, Pete. When you have a lot of youngling uh, around the the Sweeney compound, Cowboys at Cardinals. Which of these three games are you most pumped to see, and why? Hmm. Man, I don't really. I'm not really interested in any of these games. Mm, maybe that's not maybe, great podcasting. Maybe the Tennessee, maybe the Tennessee Atlanta game because of the Julio Jones thing. Because you're going to get a lot of shots of Julio. Like, you know those bets that I've I've actually saw as I was getting on the computer to do this with you. The hard knocks. Jeez, sound older. As I was getting, uh, on, I sat down at the computer, fired up yeah. the, the hard knocks. The hard knocks. There's a fly in here. There's hard knocks prop bets. Yeah, I tweeted hey, that. Uh, you saw that on the computer because you follow me on Twitter. That's where you got, saw that. I got an email. At Ochoa. Did you make a blog out of it? Not yet, but that okay. will be coming to blogontheboys.com. By the way, on the subject of Hard Knocks, we will be having post-episode live streams on the Blog of the Boys YouTube channel. We will also podcast those over at BTB for anyone who's interested. All right. I have a, I, I like to watch Hard Knocks. I, as you know, the Cowboys are my least favorite team, so right. I don't know how much of this one. Native New Yorker, Pete Tweeney. Um, anyway, so... Uh, yeah, Tennessee, Atlanta, because of the Julio Jones stuff. Um, what I was going to say is, so the prop bets for Hard Knocks are out, which you can, I guess, see it blogging the boys coming up soon. Um, this is one of those things where how many times are they going to show Julio Jones? I mean, it's going to be north of like 25 times on the broadcast, correct? Ah, no, nah, that's way too much, dude. Look, there's, Do you know how, how many times like people are shown in broadcast? There's no way it's 25 times. There's is no it too low? Too low? That's way too high. Like, think about that. It's six times a quarter. They're not going to yes. flash to Julio Jones six times. Yes, a they quarter. will. Yes, they will. No, yeah, they will. No, because it's like you also got to take consider it's, this is the qualifier. It's a preseason game. So, like, especially like maybe the Atlanta home broadcast. The only reason will. I'm not going to float out another damn burrito on this is because I don't want to sit there and count, but it's going to be north of 26. Mm, I disagree. Um, I am looking forward to seeing Atlanta because I want to see if Kyle Pitts gets involved. How involved is he? I also want to see Atlanta's backup quarterback situation. Um, this is an interesting team, these Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Yeah, I like Atlanta. And Kyle Pitts is a good point. I, You know, you take Julio Jones out of Atlanta, you're like, who's left there? But they got a pretty talented young wide receiver core. Um, I think there's also a lot of people fantasy-wise, we go back to the fantasy part of this, who are wondering who's going to pick up some of those Julio Jones targets and stuff. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think how the offense looks in those first two series. What will be interesting about this, again, because the, the starters just don't play much in, in these types of games. So you, you could probably watch the first quarter of most of these games and, and get your fill of some real football. Um, other thing I want to talk about with Friday's games, Pete, and I don't know if you know the answer and I'm not going to put a Chipotle burrito on this or anything, but we have the bills at the Alliance. People might have forgotten. There are a handful. That's what the preseason is also good for. A lot of people kind of bouncing yeah. around. I know that like the red zone channel does, does like a mock, mock are, red zone. Will the lions bite the ankles of the bills i know you're wondering that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that's those are called buffalo wings everybody uh bites those but um are you a drums or flats guy come on obviously drums the people who are are flat people are psychopaths you know what i don't understand whether you are a ranch or a blue cheese person how do we not have a container 
that is like properly sized for these. You know what I mean? Like you go get your, you get your wings and then you get your sauce of choice. And it's this round thing that like the, at least the flats don't fit into well, you know what I mean? Like we need a more rectangular, you know, vehicle to get the ranch from the like overall gallon to my table. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a blue cheese man, but that's a good Mm. point. Yeah. Anyway, what I, what I'll tell you is, you don't make a lot of good points, but that one is a good point. Thank you. Um, so the backup quarterback, what I was going to say for the Buffalo Bills, people might have forgotten this, Mitchell Trubisky. That's right, mm-hmm. Mitchell Trubisky. And I am a firm believer that the guy who is kind of the journeyman who was a once sort of prominent starter, like Mitchell Trubisky, when he joins his new team, he generally gets an opportunity to start. We saw it with Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee, granted, because Marcus Mariota was terrible. We saw it with Andy Dalton last year in Dallas because Dak Prescott got hurt. My prediction, I hope it has nothing to do with anybody getting hurt, but is that we will at some point see Mitchell Trubisky in serious live NFL game action. So I'm very excited to see what he looks like away from Matt Nagy, just because that has not necessarily gone well. I know he's your boy and everything like that, Uh, but I'm excited to see that. Plus, do you know what Mitchell Trubisky's career record against the Detroit Lions is? Um, three and zero, four and zero. He owns them, dude. I mean, like people, you know, everybody from the three one three really hates themselves. Some Mitchell Trubisky. It will be good to see Trubisky. You know, at one point this guy was supposed to be the next big thing. Let's see what kind of adjustments he's made in Buffalo behind Trubisky. I'm looking at the roster here: Jake Fromm and, and Davis Webb. Another note about the Bills: uh, Tommy, my cousin Tommy, is on the Bills, so hopefully he has a good night. Mm, nice. Um, Cowboys at Cardinals. Nah. I mean. Let's go cards, right? I mean, that's that's all we got to say about that. A uh, sneaky little JJ Watt, your boy, your boy JJ Watt, uh, JJ Watt, AJ Green, sneaky subplot to this game. A few months ago, Kyler was somewhere I don't know exactly where, and he was being filmed, and he was asked if he grew up a Cowboys fan. Do you know what he said to that? Piece he, said, of he said, "Yeah, right," or "No." Oh no, he, he said no. He said no because. In Kyler Murray's words, they were always ass when mm. he was growing up. <laughs> so yes, they were. <laughs> so ass, 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 ass. Hey, Pete, it's a family show, man. Let's <laughs> be cool. Uh, anyway, you, you said the A word. <laughs> I said it once in a I think, quote. I thought you opened the door for a, no. a, us to say it. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's his first time. Rachel. Play foul half of those. Uh, it's All his right. first time seeing the Cowboys. Rachel. Yeah, it's Rachel the goat. Sorry for Pete's uh, lack of manners. Uh, sorry for anybody nah, who was listening to that with we, kids. We got to get car. into the preseason. We're done. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, first time the Cowboys are seeing Kyler. Saturday, we have, I didn't count off the top of my head, but there are a lot of games. Uh, we have Miami at Chicago, Denver mm-hmm. at Minnesota, New Orleans at Baltimore. Cleveland at Jacksonville, the MetLife Bowl. See, that one's got a cool name. Uh, Cincinnati at Tampa Bay, Joe Burrow not expected to play. Houston at Green Bay, battle of the really weird quarterback situations. The rare double acronym game or double double acronym game, uh, KC at SF. Seattle at Las Vegas and the LA Bowl. I don't know if we is it the SoFi Bowl, I guess. And then the the thing about these these games, the MetLife Bowl, the Chargers Rams game, it's you get the natural like, man, it's so weird to to dress in the visiting locker room here. You know, like uh, it's a weird, so weird. Uh, Which of these games jump out to you? Why? This one's obvious. It's Vegas, baby. We have not been able to see fans in Las Vegas. There's supposedly clubs. There's like, you know how like they have pools in Jacksonville? Yeah, they're playing the song that you were just singing all over there for sure. It's unreal. (laughs) They do not care about cursing in Las Vegas. They're whatever you want to say. You can say whatever. They call it Sin City for a reason. No, this stadium. First person ever to say that. Right. This this stadium, the Death Star, opened last year and no fans. Right. Uh, Now it is going to be like a venue like no other. I was talking to someone in Kansas City. The other day, a friend of mine who was thinking about going out to Vegas for this game looked up tickets. You know how much the tickets of the regular season game between the Chiefs and the Raiders are? Seven hundred freaking dollars. Hey, no, Pete, like, it's not Chiefs Raiders this week. I mean, but who what, cares? I'm saying, what I'm saying is this Raiders stadium now is is the away team destination, the premier away. Oh, the new AT&T stadium, the new Cowboys stadium. That's what you're saying. It is the it's if your team is playing there, that's the away game you're going to. I think there's going to be 50 50 crowds, if not more, the in the other direction every week. 
every week they're like it's and it's going to be packed you're going to see and i bet you even starting this week i'm wondering how many seahawks fans are going to be in day i bet you it's a ton i bet you it's a ton yeah, that's a really interesting point actually because like if we if we power ranked the the best away team destinations to go to right like if you're like my dad and i and my mm-hmm. my wife and mom join us but we go to one road cowboys game every year going to kansas city this year pete and i are going to bump elbows going to put some stuff out together at blog of the boys arrowhead pride sb nation's uh top two blogs if i don't mind saying myself um preston, preston road bowl right oh that's true uh <laughs> the uh, the pert trophy uh but uh okay. anyway um i don't know why so I mean, Lambo's got to be up there, like from a, a historical context, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Arrowhead's certainly up there. Soldier Field's up there. In yeah. terms of like, I want to go have a good time. AT and T Stadium's up there. Now Vegas is up there. Nashville. I, I don't. Nashville's up there. I don't think LA's up there because I don't think anybody wants to go fight the LA traffic. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anybody really wants to do that. But like, people are like, we'll go to Vegas. We'll go to Caesars. We'll we'll hit the tables and then we'll watch the game. It's a great time. It's going to be a party every week, and it's going to be a party for the opposing team's fans. And mm-hmm. I, just, I just, I just find that venue very, very fascinating. And I don't think it'll be the same exact in the preseason, but it, it's just very interesting how it looks in the regular season. And I think this will give us a little bit of a taste of what it looks like. Um, it will also give us a taste to see who the Raiders are. I feel like there is no team that is more rudderless. Like in general sense, like they're not the most lost team, but they are the most directionless team this season. And so I'm anxious to see them because this is year four of John Gruden. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of flew by. You know what I mean? And I think it's unfortunate for John Gruden that he finally decides to come out of the booth and redo this whole thing. And he happens to land at the same time as Patrick Mahomes in the AFC West. Like that's a really unfortunate coincidence. Right. But none of the things they have done have really taken hold. And so, I mean, it is just the preseason, but I feel like they're under a lot of pressure to show a lot of things, especially with a new glitzy, glamoury stadium to unveil. Well, as of as of this moment, there's only six years, 22 weeks, two days, 22 hours, 19 minutes and 13 seconds left on uh, John Gruden's contract. He's made thirty five million dollars. Thirty five nine is the number um, at this point for really poor results. And, uh, you know, the way that that goes is he's locked up. Right. That, that contract that contract's done. It's not like any money comes off the books if he were to get fired. So. You know who is really in trouble if the Raiders don't look good this year? It's another former journalist uh, and and guy that was involved in the NFL in Mike Mayock. Mm. Mike Mayock is on the chopping block. If the Raiders do not make the postseason this year, I think that Mike Mayock gets fired. And look, I like Mike Mayock. I really enjoyed his draft coverage when he was on our side of things. But the Raiders really, really need to look good. And you go back to that quarterback thing. I am not a Derek Carr person. I'm not saying that Marcus Mariota is necessarily the answer, but if the Raiders get off to a poor start this year, could we see Marcus Mariota? I think because like when you're the GM and say the head coach still is in sync with the GM and desperate times call for desperate measures and you might want to see what the other guy looks like. Could Marcus Mariota be a starter for this team by the end of the year? And how is he going to look in in this game on Saturday? Yeah, I think that he is now... Um, Ryan Tannehill's Marcus Mariota to Derek Carr's Marcus Mariota, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's super uh, confusing, but uh, I, I appreciate I, that. Uh, I am also excited on Saturday. Again, lots of action to pay attention to throughout the National Football League to see the aforementioned MetLife Bowl. What is Zach Wilson going to look like? That's, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is under a lot of natural pressure because everybody's heard of him, but like, this is, you know, this is big time. And since 2017, Pete, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I, m- I mentioned Football Morning in America a little while ago. The New York Jets and Giants are tied for the worst record in the NFL since 2017. Zach Wilson, Robert Sala, supposed to be with the Jets to change that. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, this, I, I don't know about the Jets, Giants. I, I, f- I feel like sometimes you get these games that, it seems like only the fan bases would be interested in that type of game. That Jets Giants every year that they do this preseason thing. I mean, I guess it's interesting in the sense that they did fight, have that fight at training camp. So, like, let's see what they end up looking like. But I don't know that that game doesn't really draw to me. I, I as I'm looking at this list, what I'm reminded of is we're going to start to see the initial snaps of some of these rookies. And I know it's right. like the regular season, so we'll see Fields and in in the Chicago game. We'll see Trevor Lawrence. Um, in Jacksonville, who else is on it? How does Joe, well Joe on Sat- on Saturday we get Justin Fields against the Dolphins, we get yes. Zach Wilson against the Giants, 
and then we get Trevor Lawrence against the Browns. And so we get all three on Saturday. We also so, we also will see Kellen Mond, by the way, against the Broncos. So if you want to Joe know. Burrow's knee. Um, well, he's, they, the, the Bengals have said he's not playing against Tampa on Saturday. The, so does, we know Deshaun, does, does Deshaun Watson do anything? Um, is it Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill first? I look. There's there's some. It's Jameis. So here's what I'll say, or what I'll propose. Uh, I like the Chipotle burrito game. Uh, really big fan of this. Although I am a bowl fan, can we like? Can it just be a meal? You know what I mean? No, like, you have to eat the pita. That's part of the best. Um, what if I get it on the side? That's it. That's the trick. My if, shout out, shout out to Allison Clark, my friend from college. Out of the pita. That is your prerogative. Uh, shout we out to burrito. My friend Allison Clark from college, Texas A&M University, taught me sophomore year that if you go to Chipotle and you get a bowl and you ask for a tortilla on the side, they give it to you at no charge. So you basically wow. get to make your own burrito as you go along. So just put that I into practice. I, people. I can't fold a burrito, so I like them to do um, it. But so uh, new Chipotle meal. Which quarterback, and well, this is a bit of a subjective analysis, but which quarterback of Justin Fields, you can throw Kellen Mond in if you want, no. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, looks the best. We'll have to have a consensus agreement on Monday Football Monday next week who looks the best. I will take Justin Fields. If you want to take somebody else, we got a second Chipotle yes, on. Absolutely. I will, I'm will. i going to put my um, my rice into... Oh, wide or brown? You know, it just depends on how I'm feeling. Usually brown, but sometimes yeah, I'm like, screw it. I'm going to go white. Um, sure. Zach Wilson uh, is, is my pick. I'm not going to go Lawrence. There's something about this Wilson-Moore connection in at a Jets camp that seems to be getting a ton of buzz. And Elijah I just, Moore is what Pete's talking about. Way to inform the listener. I I just think, you know, Zach Wilson, he looks like he's in high school. Um, but I like the buzz enough, and I'm buying what's coming out of New York because those reporters could be jerks. I mean, the jet speed is notorious uh, for being brutally honest. And I, I'm picking up what they're putting down. Give me Zach Wilson. So it's Wilson versus Fields. Yeah. You know, who, who looks better? And if we need to, we'll invoke the explanation after the Red Rifle tried to will the Cowboys. Uh, to the playoffs last year, and now you've just turned your back completely on them. Uh, to be clear here, up. just because I don't know if you're understanding, I'm talking about just on Saturday. Who plays better on Saturday between these two quarterbacks? Not over the course of the season, although oh. I still will take Fields there. Right. I'll I'll take. Um, yeah, I'll take Wilson. We also did not even pick. We didn't think Trey Lance has a chance at this, huh? I mean, we didn't include him, um, and no. that's ironic because he's playing your Kansas City I Chiefs. Think we, yeah. I mean, you're not going to look good against the Chiefs defense. I'm going to go Wilson here. <laughs> okay, I'm going go to take Justin Fields. So I think the goal, Pete, from now on, again, just to keep organized, it's the, it's preseason week one here on Monday Football Monday 2, as Pete mentioned. We have to have some Chipotle wager on the board or on the line every week. You know what I mean? So like every week we have to have a Chipotle check-in. You know what I'm saying? By the way, Chipotle, not a sponsor of Monday Football Monday, but we're yeah. open. We're all ears. How do we acquire that i mean this this would be great to have oh, okay. so every week we, chips we, and guac. We, we have the season long one Case running state. for pittsburgh and new england but we have to have a, a chipotle check-in every week so uh justin fields zach wilson saturday august uh what is it uh 14th, 14th i think i think i'm gonna guess um anyway uh 14th. finally on sunday pete uh we have the carolina panthers against the indianapolis colts yeah. How much is Sam Darnold going to play? I, I, I think uh, um, a quarter. I think he'll play a quarter. A whole uh, quarter? He needs to get the offense down. Yeah, this is a brand new offense. He stunk in New York. Uh, needs to get those reps. I'm interested in seeing what CMC looks like. Do you know if CMC's playing? Have we heard that yet? I don't think so, but I know nobody cares. Uh, I have the number one overall pick in my fantasy league of record, and he is going to be a member of my team in about three weeks. So congratulations to me. I'm considering Kamara in that spot. I know that's a hot take. Uh, this is fascinating because the Indianapolis Colts need to figure out who's going to be their quarterback. I went through that before. I don't have to say it again, um, but that is going to be being figured out as America watches, uh, which is fascinating because we don't want this to be a throwaway year for any of these teams especially the Colts with this injury. So let's find out who is going to play the quarterback position for Indy. Who do you think gets the first crack at this? We talked with like Jacob Eason. Are, are they, are they like, because there's the thought process. If you're the Colts, we're so screwed right now. We can't even send Jacob Eason out in preseason week one, right? Like we're, mm -hmm. 
it like for example, last week with Dak Prescott having the muscle strain situation, I said don't even play Garrett Gilbert. Like if he's your QB two right now, he's the most important dude. So don't even risk getting him hurt. It right. should have been the Ben DiNucci bowl basically from start to finish, which was not a lot of fun to watch. So yeah. my point is there's an argument if you're a Colts fan, like this should be the Sam Ellinger, Brad Hundley game. Yeah. Yeah. I I I guess you start to see who's which one is better, right? Um I would guess of those two, probably going to be Hunley, right? I mean, you got to think experience is going to pay off in in this type of situation. Um, I do think we'll see a lot of Sam Ellinger, but it's an interesting matchup here, Pete. Sam Ellinger went to the worst school in the state of Texas, uh, used to face Matt Rule a lot when Matt Rule was at Baylor. So you got that old, I know the Big 12 is like on its way to not existing anymore, but you got that old Big 12 connection happening there. Wow, this, this game too is on Sunday uh at like what it's, would be a, a regular football time too it's the only game on on sunday at noon that's right that's gonna get a lot of eyeballs i mean we talked about how the nfl is king and baseball is dead and buried at this point um a lot of people are going to be watching what is a really random matchup between uh the panthers and the colts uh last two for you pete before we get out of here on monday football monday once again the best show that the sp nation nfl show has to offer uh both ends of the spectrum here which team is going to garner the most hype as a result of preseason week one. Like, which team next week are people going to be like, holy crap, watch out, Super Bowl, here they come. It, that, it that, goes, that aren't already necessarily getting that hype. Like, so you can't do the Chiefs just, in here. No, no, it goes back to what we were just talking about. It's whatever rookie quarterback performs the best. We'll see of our burrito bet which one does. But, you know, even the ones that are not in uh, that bet, like if Trey Lance just really lights it up or – you know, we see Trevor Lawrence and Trevor Lawrence looks like a seasoned vet. Then all of a sudden people are going to be high on Jacksonville. It's literally whatever quarterback uh, that we've never seen before plays the best. I think it's the Rams. I think people are really anxious to staff, you know, to, to believe. Um, I don't know that Stafford plays a lot through some couple interceptions against the Cowboys in joint practices last week. But I thought there was a little bit of a fight between those two teams. There was. Yeah, because Connor Williams was handling Aaron Donald. That's right. Also went to the worst school in the state of Texas. But um, it's training camp. No one no one should get injured fighting. Uh, The the, the good teams are that I. uh, So I think it's the Rams. Inversely, who sees their stock drop? Like who's like. Yeah, uh, I don't see it this year. Mm, I just happen. I don't want to just say the inverse of what I just said, but I think that is also the case. But I'm going to say New Orleans, if neither quarterback looks good and you already don't have Michael Thomas, I think there could be a little bit of a panic for a super duper fall off for that franchise. Interesting. You think people are ready to panic this quickly on New Orleans? I'm 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 saying in a scenario where Jameis and Taysom just look awful. Mm. People might call me a homer for this, but I will say the Washington football team. There are a lot of people, I don't know, maybe people like Pete Sweeney or Brandon Lee Gowden, you know, Rob Stats Guerrera that are like this team on the division last year. How can you not believe in them this year? Whatever. So I think if, if they look really terrible, you know, people could be like, oh, maybe they're going to suck this year. You know, that might happen. Throw the dubs up. Um, I, I subscribe to the theory. Do you subscribe to the Espionation NFL show available on all major podcast platforms? Did you leave a rating, write a review? Please do that. I, I subscribe to the theory that you're the champ till you're not. Right now, they're the NFC champs. The champs reign supreme. Mm. So the Buccaneers are the champs. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, okay. Everybody, subscribe to the Espionation NFL show. Leave a rating, write a review. If you have a question, if you have a recommendation for what we should do with our Whatever Chipotle you order, yeah. um, you know, maybe you want Pete to get some guac on there. Pete doesn't like that. Doesn't like the cold meshing with the hot of the, the chicken, you know. Cheat code, like Patron that. margaritas at Chipotle, right? It, make sure you take an Uber or walk or something. But mm. or, or just, you know, ride with a friend. You know what I mean? That's, you know, that works. Scooter. Too. I know a lot uh, of cities have scooters now. Well, you can, be careful. Uh, oh, yeah, the ones with all the apps or whatever. Uh, Pete Sweeney uh, offended everybody with all of his cursing on this episode of Monday Football Monday. So I have to say, <laughs> the box lawyers are not going to be happy about, with me after uh, saying the Patron Margarita thing. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just been a really uh, tumultuous episode for Pete Sweeney. Up and uh, down, really. He is on Twitter at PG. I give myself Tween. a B plus. I am on Twitter at RJ Ochoa. A reminder, in case you do not know, that we are live every single day. 
Monday. This is real. This is raw. This is authentic. There's no, you know, edits allowed, Pete Sweeney. They get the full, just that's beautiful why, version that's of it. That's why they got about 10 asses uh, for themselves today. So that's and good. And on that note, we'll see you next week. This was Monday Football Monday. Count them.